So what's the plan? Okay, so today we are making a character for you, uh, Sean Francis. Yes. And I'm Travis Vengroff, and we're we're creating a character for this Atrian universe. How familiar are you with the world outside of the Fringe? Um, I have I have listened to the entirety of episode ten. Okay. Um, and in addition to that, I also know things about the tower by virtue of having uh, recorded that horror story. Beyond that, I'm a little in the dark. Okay. So, in <clears> short, <throat> you're looking at a, a space colony of the future. Um, it's sort of been separated from humanity. Uh, the, okay. As they see it, humanity's been corrupted, and they see themselves as the last bastion of hope. So they've separated uh-huh. themselves, and... Uh, Greed was brought with them, which is what created the fringe. They see themselves as being very special and unique, because uh, sure. they truly are in this instance. Okay. So you are part of a military state, the military state of Atreus. They were, they were originally colonists. Everyone kind of worked for the betterment of the colony. Put Atreus before yourselves. Corruption okay. occasionally occurs, but the government has many ways to find out uh, who breaks the laws and establish ways to keep citizens safe. Atreus is divided into 13 districts. The lower the number of the district, the more safe, one being the central city, and uh, the outer districts are generally less wealthy. Other strange stigmas about Atreus, there's a character called Archon Reeve. You'll hear the phrase Reeve endures a lot. Okay. Her name's used like instead of God or Jesus or Shiva in regular Can you spell Reeve for me? I'm taking notes. Sure. R-E-E-V-E. Okay, gotcha. Archon Reeve. She's the great Archon. She's the sole person responsible for the continued existence of Atreus. She's uh, been defined by many achievements over the 700-and-something-year history of Atreus. And she's kept the heathen cannibal gangs beyond the wall at bay. And uh, without her, the world, as you know, it would simply collapse. So she's very important. And um, while she's reluctant to make heroic appearances, you're familiar with her heroic deeds in literature and art and uh, public broadcasts. Now, is Reeve uh, a human, or has she ascended to be something kind of more than human? So, in this world, there are only humans. Um, I see. Humans are divided up into two subsets. The word human isn't actually said at okay. all. Um, it's You're either Atrian, that's kind of their identity. They see themselves as their own race species, and they see Fringers mm-hmm. as being their own. I see. Um, so, I take it that Reeve is Atrian. Yes, she's the okay. leader of Atreus, and she's okay, right. ridiculously old because of science <laughs> keeping her alive. The, the Fringe is kind of where all bad things come from. It's the reason Atreus has seen so much horror over the years. It's uh, a large portion of citizen fatalities. Atreans call themselves citizens. Fringers inhabit the Fringe. It's the place beyond the wall, and, and they've devolved into a place of anarchy, immorality, cannibalism. Violence is generally due to extreme resource scarcity on a daily basis. And it's widely known that they're incapable of altruism or working together in any meaningful way beyond fear-based gangs. The only reason they're not organized, uh, their, their disorganization is the reason they have not overcome Atreus. Okay, and so um, in your podcast, is yeah. that a group of Atrian scientists exploring the fringe? Is that what's happening? Exactly, and the fringes uh-huh. don't know this because they generally hate okay. Atrians. So if you can imagine it like a donut, the hole in the <laughs> middle of the donut is Atreus, and the donut sure. itself is the fringe. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Wow. That episode makes more sense now that I have that context. Really, I should have started from episode one, but I was excited about being a part of it. Uh, no worries. <clears throat> it's, um, it, it, you know, Atrians are very proper, and uh, the only other strange things about the world you probably need to know is um, there's a fear of the mm-hmm. division of research and development. 
Um, and it's rumored that uh, the Department of Research and Development, also known as the DRD, experiments on its unlawful citizens in an effort to better the quality of life in Atreus. So if you're not within a scientific division, you'll probably see a little bit of stigma toward them because of this. They're kind of feared. Um, Atreus is very much a military state, so if you're not a part of the military or a part of one of the science divisions, every job is very important, but uh, those two groups are always kind of cutting at each other's throats for um, more allocation of resources, either towards okay. science or the military. Okay. Um, last but not least, in, in terms of the world itself, Atrians speak Atrian, which is a dialect of English. Uh, it's extremely proper and extremely literal. Uh, okay. They have no knowledge of Earth. They don't make references to animals, plants, human history, modern idioms. They're generally formal and polite and use larger words where applicable. It's a 100% education within the population in every city and holds a, a meaningful role. Um, so, you know, daily interaction is, is pretty formal. They don't shoot fish in a barrel. There's no bull crap. Um, <laughs> things add to eight or, you know, by the Archon is holy crap or this is baseless, you know, instead of this is bullshit. Okay. Okay. I see. Okay. So that's that's really all the the things you need to really know about the world. And uh, to create a character, you are an Atrian citizen. Right. Uh, because your voice sounds very male, I would suggest either uh, being some, some degree of uh, character gender that would fit your voice to some degree. I was thinking about going with a, with a uh, you know, kind of biologically and, uh, you know, male and sex and gender. That was my plan. Okay. My and that's, that's, that's simplistic. Right. In terms of height, how tall is your person? Well, uh, hmm. I guess that would probably depend upon my person's role in Atrian society. Actually, uh, you know, that's the thing. I, I want you to think like outside the box. We've got um, so your your role in society is not shouldn't be dictated necessarily by your physical attributes. Okay. So if you're really smart, maybe you're probably better geared toward a science division. But, you know, think about who you want your character to be first as opposed to trying to, like, maybe just shoehorn yourself into an occupation in, like, min-max, I guess. <laughs> That's fair. Believe me when I say I'm not a min-maxer at all. Oh, perfect. Um, okay. And I, and I don't mean that in the way that sometimes people say, oh, I hate drama, and really, they're, they're the central cause of it. You know, I'm really <laughs> not. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, let's see. I'm going to say that... Um, my uh, person is a little taller than average, but not as tall as me. Okay. Uh, like maybe five seven or five eight. Five isn't much eight. taller than average, but you know. How many pounds ish? Mm, a hundred thirty-five. One thirty-five. Yes. What age? Hmm. Well, uh, is there a particular age that would be would would be uh, good or, or right within the within the kind of context of the game for my character to be? Honestly, uh, the game pertains around you having a, a part-time job slash um, recreational activity whereby you devote part of your free time to do a, so a form of community service. And you're okay. a group of com people doing community service, which is uh, enforcement of minor infractions of the law. Okay. I'm going to say 22. That was a pretty good year. Awesome. <laughs> What sort of ethnicity do you see your character as being? Like, the, the general diversity and makeup of Atreus is a very working-class colony as what it was actually originally built to be. 
This is the first wave of workers who, who made it to the planet. No additional reinforcements came. So it's a lot of people from South America, a lot of people from Asia, a lot of people from Eastern Europe and Africa. Sure, sure. And I was going to say, you know, I take it that, for instance, if my character were Indian, that my character would not say, I'm Indian. They'd probably say, I'm Atrian, right? And it Absolutely. Necessarily, right. I, I would say, uh, hmm. <clears throat> I'm favoring South American. I would say that my character is of distant South American ancestry. So you're kind of um, like maybe tan skin? Yeah, yeah, kind of olive skin, dark hair. Kind of like a brownish or a blackish? A uh, black. Okay. Uh, what color eyes? Um, brown like coffee. Okay. Like coffee. All right. What sort of uh, last name do you want to give your character? That would be... This would actually be like the name... It could either be South American or it could be any other, you know, country ethnicity that you might have mixed with uh, over time at some point. I'm trying to remember, was there a, um, in your podcast, don't the characters have sort of names of a particular, like, were they like Greek names or something? That's or, the first names. Yeah, they're all Roman. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Speaking of which, I'll be passing you a first name generator. Special thanks to fantasynamegenerators.com. <laughs> oh, hey, this is pretty... Oh, I see. You get you do get a bunch at once. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's... I don't know why, but the name McBride is jumping out at me. Let's do that. That's maybe, a cool one. Yeah, is maybe... maybe MC Bride great, or MAC? Uh, MC Bride, capital B. Yeah. What about for a first name now, McBride? Well, let me look at some of these. <laughs> Horatius McBride. H-O-R-A-T-I-U-S. Thanks, Emily. Of, of fantasy <laughs> Horatius name McBride. Yes. Crazy awesome name. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. So um, now I've got an interesting question. So we got, we got a name. We have a general idea of what ethnicity you are, but we still don't know what kind of person you are. So. Right. Uh, as an Atrian, you automatically are educated, which gives you plus two to your intelligence. Okay. That's kind of cool. You're also conditioned because you, your Atrians are encouraged to watch broadcasts that are monitored by the Department of Public Affairs. You uh, have received truthful information from all sources at all times, and you've been plainly told what to do since birth. So your, your wisdom is, is always going to have a minus one on those sorts of checks, which kind of is difficult to discern lies for you. Sure. And on top of that... Sort of you once have... you get out of the realm of Atreus knows best, you're not sure what to do with yourself? Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. You have an additional minus two to the skill called insight, which is to detect <clears throat> when people are lying to you. Okay. So that's one thing. You also have a thing called the mark. Um, on your character sheet, you'll see a picture of your hand, and it's uh, basically the letter A in Atrian, but it's, okay. um, it's the clearance for all checkpoints. It's identification, it's tech ink in your hand, so it doesn't have to be visually seen. It's this sort of smelled, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, in my head right okay. now. Um, it's, it's a debit system, so any credits you have, work off that. It's financial transactions, security clearance, medical, social records, accolades you've received. It's visually represented as well, so that if someone sees you, they can readily identify you as a citizen. Okay. A bit you like know. the eye scanners and minority report. Yes, exactly. Okay. You also get for free basic weapons familiarity. Everyone over the age of 17 has been trained in a basic self-defense program. The Mark also has a, an additional lethality tier system. Lethality 1 being like, you know, uh, it would be a shock baton instead of just a baton. Or it would oh, be a I single see. shot 
uh, pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, anything semi-automatic and powerful goes into second tier lethality, and third tier, tier lethality is fully automatic and shotguns. Okay. Because everything is urban, shotguns are considered more dangerous, and they're not given to most people. Okay. Um, additionally, you get a, a proficiency of plus one to Atrian Customs, because you know them pretty well. Sure. Uh, you also receive uh, an income of some sort and an apartment somewhere, and you have a family. Now, this family, like, what, uh, what do you imagine or what would you like your, your family to be? Uh, well, you know, um, Horatius McBride is a pretty young guy. Yeah. Still, I'm thinking he's not. Well, he's not married unless it's kind of it's kind of Adrian custom. I don't know. Are they no, like matched or no? No. No. Okay. No. Um, but uh, let's say that he has a girlfriend and he's still they they both live with his parents. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. Great. With his parents. Okay. That's interesting. So you live with them somewhere, and uh, your parents are of course both alive. Sure. Yes. Do you have any siblings? Uh, Horatio has two sisters. Two sisters. Yes. Okay. Could we make it one sister? Just but there's I a must. there's generally a, a limit on. Ah, uh, I see. A two-child policy. Yeah. Okay, we can do one sister. Older. Uh, younger. Younger. Okay. Yes. One. Do you have a name for your sister, or should I just make one up? Uh, make one up. Trebilia. That's fine. Sounds good. All right, and you've got uh, your parents uh, are both alive. I'm trying to remember your last name, McBride. McBride. So we've got uh, Mr. Statlius uh, McBride <laughs> and Beautification, and Mrs. Novia McBride from Water Reclamation. And uh, an interesting quirk is they always ask you to do computer things for them. <laughs> okay. So that's the basics. Uh, we've got four classes. Um, okay. The classes are, are not as you would think of them, but they're, for lack of a better term, it's your class. It's your body type. Um, our party currently consists of an intelligent and two charisma. Ooh, good, because I was thinking that I was going to make uh, Horatius tough. Ooh, yes, He could be the, the bruiser, as it were. That's most excellent. And then you're probably going to, like, work in science. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so... Uh, now, actually, we need to do the most important part that I, I skipped earlier. It's my fault. Uh, we have um, attributes to allocate. So okay. are you familiar with the point buy system? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, so we're, we're doing exactly that. Okay. So what do you want to be your super stat? Well, um, I'm thinking that Horatius is a tough, pretty barrel-chested guy. Um, so probably, I guess it would be... Well, I'm thinking of mutants and masterminds. It wouldn't be stamina. It would be, or would it be stamina? Well, we've got uh, strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, and Const- charisma. Okay, I guess it would be. Uh, what's the one that modifies HP? Is that constitution? Yeah. It would be constitution. So we'll give you like uh, a 15 in that. That sounds good to me. Awesome. All right, that's seven of your points. So you got okay. uh, eight left. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you want your second uh, best to be? Horatius is also. Uh, I mean, well, I guess really everybody in Atreus has a military background, but I, I imagine him as being a guy who has been in the Atrian military, um, and I'm going to say that he's a strong guy and he has strength as a secondary stat. 
okay. from, from that experience. He still trains every day, irrespective of what he's doing now. You know, keeps himself in shape. Do you want it to be a 14 or a 13? I would love it to be a 14. Okay, so it's going to be 14. That is 12 of your points. So the next one's a 13. It can either go into dex, wisdom, intelligence, or charisma. Uh, we're going to say... He was never a great shot, but he's a smooth talker. Let's put it into charisma. All right. We've got a uh, 13 in charisma, and that uh, that caps us out at 15. So the rest are going to be 10s. Okay, sounds good. These attributes directly correlate to skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. And then you're either proficient, which gives you a plus two, or you're not, which doesn't give you any sort of plus. Right. So that's that's the, the basics of, uh, of how this comes together with skills. You're either proficient or you're not. There's no okay. purchasing points into each level and you know, making it more complicated than it needs to be, really. All right. Awesome. As a tough archetype, you get to pick plus two to either constitution or strength ah that's handy yeah um let's do let's do strength let's let's kind of even that out with constitution so you're now 16 actually you're you're a little stronger great okay sounds good you really are tough all right uh you also (laughs) get plus one to your armor class which is now a natural 11 cool you actually start off with 15 hit points plus uh constitution is two so 17 hit points okay you also get two proficiencies which you can pick from so athletics intimidation investigation perception and weapons care and you get two i'm gonna do athletics and weapons care athletics and weapons care excellent now you also get uh two special abilities I did a great Star Wars Wizards of the Coast campaign where I had a Wookiee Jedi who could go into rages. That's really fun. <laughs> a Wookiee Jedi is probably the most scary thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. And he got, he had a, because of Wookiee claws, he had like a negative dex penalty, so he was shit with his lightsaber. But, uh, I mean, he was terrifying. Um, it got to the point, I, this story is going to make me sound awful. I swear I'm not a min-maxer. It got to the point just by virtue of me building him in the way that I that I thought I should, that uh, the GM was creating one large enemy for me to fight and then a small party for the rest of my group to fight, <laughs> just so that I wouldn't completely decimate everybody when I went in. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, rage. Boy, rage sounds great. I'm definitely <laughs> gonna keep that one in mind. Okay, so I know I want to take rage. Okay. Uh, for one, for the other one, I'm kind of I'm gonna go with second wind. So now you're you're past the 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 biggest decisions in life uh well seemingly now all you need to do is pick a job so here's what i'm thinking okay uh his really his ideal career Mm -hmm. if all he were looking out for was was horatius mcbride numero uno would be to go into the uh special forces and you know be a point man or something to that effect however uh, you know, he's he's probably helping to provide for his aging parents. He's helping to provide for his younger sister. He's got a girlfriend. He thinks that he should do something safer, but something where he still gets to kind of work with his hands and use his strength. So with a certain reluctance, he has enrolled in the in the mining ops profession. Okay. So it's like an engineer? Yes. You would be in training because to be on your own entirely as like a, a mature engineer with sure. a team uh, the age requirement's 24 just because uh, of how many years of training so you're probably like an engineer in training okay excellent uh 
And uh, as a minor, you fall underneath the Department of Research and Development, Engineering Division. Oh. You gain a few okay. proficiencies immediately. So your your strengths as a as an individual are in athletics, computer use, customs, mining tunnels, technology, and weapons care. Okay. You have uh, also a few additional things that really help you out. You're one of the youngest people to have a master's mark, which is Ooh. a, again, it's that tattoo on your hand. Right. Which is kind of interesting. And with that master's mark, you're an expert in a given field, and you get a plus three bonus to a single skill representing your life's focus within mining. Computer right. use, demolitions, which is anything explosive, sure. investigation, which is... You know, finding perhaps uh, which tunnel is, is more suitable for the direction that the uh, resources need to be gathered from. Okay. Medicine and drugs, which probably doesn't suit you. Right. Uh, use technology, which could suit you if you maybe were operating some kind of drilling equipment. Or sure. weapons care. Again, it could also apply to maybe you come in with a flamethrower and, you know, you're, you heat up the rocks a bit. Or you okay. shoot uh, seven-foot... Um, steel cylinders into the ground to make sure that everything is secure. Oh, I like that flavor. I think I'm going to go with weapons care and it's going to be something like that. Using some sort of specialized weapon-like tool to, you know, prepare a tunnel. Okay. For instance, for for mining. Tunnel preparation. That's pretty sweet. You get also some equipment. Uh you start off with an engineering garb. You get a a DRD badge. So it's, you know, it shows what department you're with. You get a data pad. You can have holographic displays. You can put stuff on it. It also syncs up to a 1.5e privacy hood. Is that sort of like a HUD? If, yeah, it's like a HUD. Like a wearable? It's, it's a, instead of hats, our answer to the hat are veils that kind of go over your head and a little bit over oh, your eyes. Okay. And they have a digital interface that you can see into. Okay. Also, because you work underground uh, so often, you have 32 meal which are physically, you know, you can consume them. They're consumable goods. Right. You also have uh, 200 credits. Okay. You're actually the wealthiest out of everyone in the group, but you can't, wow. you don't know that. Uh, you have an apartment <laughs> in District 6. You have District 6. Uh, yeah, geez. Okay, so District 6 is pretty decent on the whole, right? Yeah. Okay. You've also got testing equipment, and you've got your tools as well. You'll always have a hand drill kind of with you. Aha, uh-huh, cool. Just because in an you know, some form of omni tool. Sure. In a, in a pinch, he may need it. Let's see. Maybe a breathing mask. And one other thing that might be fun is a, a rapid uh, ascension tool. Oh, yeah. Kind of a grappling hook type deal. Yeah. It's kind of like Batman, but if you use it too quickly, you could break one of your shoulders. Right. That makes sense. But yes, you are Batman. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and it will go through windows very easily. So ah, you're you're nice. pretty well armed, even though none of it's weaponry. Like, it's kind of right. cool. Horatius McBride is, is turning out to be pretty awesome. I like him, yeah. If you could have a, a visual look for your character, what would they... How would you describe them visually if they have anything unique about him? Sort of grizzled. Like, think Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid, right? You know, um... He's got some stubble going on. Maybe he has a couple of scars from his from his time in the military. Um, he still keeps his hair short, uh, and just kind of I don't know. He 
He looks exactly like the sort of the guy who would like wander into a dive bar shirtless and start playing pool, right? Okay. At the age of 22. He's already pretty hard. All right. I, I can definitely see that. Last questions for you, and these are three. It's a three-parter. <clears throat> okay. Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition has this thing I really love. It basically it encourages you to play to your character, not to play to win. And how Sweet. they do that is they say, okay, well, we're going to give you three things. You're going to have personality trait, you're going to have an ideal, and you're going to have a flaw. And whenever you play okay. to one of these things really well in a unique way, you're going to get a free reroll called an inspiration. Oh, okay. And you can use it whenever you want, on any dice you want that involves your character. And it's a free reroll, and it's as a benefit to you for playing to your character. So personality mm -hmm. traits are things like, you know, you're a warm and compassionate guy, but you really don't like authority. Or, <laughs> I'm a show-off. I'm going to say that uh, he, he kind of keeps up this front with maybe kind of gruff and dry humor that he uses to obscure his uh, his inner self, I guess you could say. I don't know how you would put that. Yeah, so you you kind of understand what I mean? You act gruff, but you're really a nice guy. Yeah, basically. Okay, cool. I like that. And you can you can act gruff when you're when you're dealing with people. Right. Now you have an ideal. So like you know, I um, ideals that sort of fit Atreus would be like I would like to see those around me prosper, or I want to see okay. the fringe wiped out. These are ideals. Hmm. Okay. I want my family to live a a kind of noble Atrian life. Would something like that? Would sure. that be a little bit too too inward or selfish, or would it be, or would that be okay? It would be. It'd be good. So you, uh, you actively work. You to know, he your basically right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. He wants to. He wants his family to be able to be kind of proud to call themselves Atrians and to be able to. You know, that he doesn't want them to kind of have to scrape by or or does that make sense? Yeah, the McBrides. You want them, you want the McBride name to mean something, and also that you know you're financially. You know, exactly helping them out now there's this last one that's called flaws horatius is not very good at managing his money it's a good thing that he makes a decent chunk of it because he really yeah i mean you know in spite of his aspirations for his family it's just uh he has some weaknesses in that area sometimes it's tough for him to not you know to spend his meal on on that that, that new thing or or what have you now that's an active one, so that's like really easy and working to better your family. Like you can constantly be like, this is gonna really reflect poorly. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> Maybe right. We shouldn't be doing this. So I, these are all really good ones. Cool. Your character is pretty complete, pretty cool. There's no other building elements. I just need to crunch numbers and think of a name for your girlfriend, unless you have one that's particularly liked. Not really. I I don't. You know, usually I'm pretty good with names, but I just don't have, like, a database of Roman names in my head, so I'm fine with leaving that to you. Easy enough. What division does she work in, now that you kind of know all the different fields? Uh, she's pretty young, too. I'm going to say that she's in the division of medicine, and she's kind of in training to be some kind of, uh, you know, a doctor or, or something to that effect. Okay, cool. So, any other questions? Basically, you know, I'm going to give an introduction and get everyone started, but I'm, I'm really looking right. for you guys to interact as much as possible with each other, as well right. as the game, because it is a theatrical production as well. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, yeah. No, I don't think I have any questions. All this sounds really good.